With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is seven minutes after three o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley and it is the big Wednesday hump day show. Well, we're going to get into some uh, pre-debate election stuff. I've been trying to, you know. Ease off on that. There are a couple things I would like to point out and to ask you about uh, for tonight's debate. Um, actually, uh, we're right in the wheelhouse of a fairly significant amount of rain uh, beginning later tonight and through the day tomorrow. And uh, they're even saying, not here, but uh, in the Northeast, signs of snow after this. Uh, you can actually reserve a brand new 2017 DeLorean right now they're building them again and uh daylight savings time uh the uh, end of that is just around the corner but hey it's wednesday first things first our half off hump day deal and it's for um salon schools right here in uh the columbus area they have uh two four uh six six different locations in uh columbus canal winchester heath and uh westerville and uh right now you can get uh, a 50 dollar gift certificate for 25 dollars at 610 wtvn.com the keyword is hump and uh, betsy uh, kenkella is joining us with salon schools betsy welcome back to the program hey corby hey joe how are you we're good awesome good uh, very good Wait, yeah is that, the, is that the word you really want to use joe no i want to use fabulous but i didn't want to steal your thunder on that <laughs> <laughs> don't want we're to be fabulous. that guy so we're assuming you're still fabulous well you know if i were any more fabulous i'd probably burst into a cloud of glitter okay that fabulous cloud that of stuff, glitter. you can never clean that all up either <laughs> no. no absolutely not um we talked before about this, and uh, if you get fifty dollars for salon schools for twenty five, mm-hmm. that goes a long way, right? Absolutely, because our prices are already reduced. Um, you right. know, when you come into one of our schools, it's a student that's working on you, whether it's your hair or skincare or nails. We have a barber school where you can get straight razor shaves or foamy or uh, like a facial or get your hair cut. Um, so we reduce the price for clients because it is students that are working on them. Um, so it's already inexpensive. Uh, so when you cut the prices in half, basically, yeah. with the deal, it's really incredible. Yeah, it sounds like it. And you have all kinds of services. I mean, hair services, waxing, facials. Uh, right. What else do you get into? Um, well, you covered a lot of it, actually. Pretty much anything you can imagine. Nails. Exactly. Acrylic okay. nails, gel nails, nail art, uh, spa manicures and pedicures, a lot of exfoliating treatments for the skin, uh, full body exfoliations. You hit on waxing, which is huge right now. Is it? Um, yeah, it, it is. If you can find someone that does a great eyebrow wax, that's, mm-hmm. that's big right now, and it really does frame the face, and our students do a fantastic job. At, that's at all of our locations. They can have that. Um, we just had a lot of fun with homecoming. Um, we 
do wedding parties. Uh, so, they, yeah, just what you think of when you think of a higher-end salon or a day spa, we're doing all of those same things, too. Yeah, and you can go uh, find out more at salonschools.com, and you have all these locations, uh, including Ohio State. Talk a little about, I mean, these are all places where uh, people learn the the beauty trade, right? I mean, that's what Correct. this is for. Yeah. Yeah, if, if they're a cosmetology student, they're learning all about hair care, um, cut styling, a lot of color, but they also learn skin care and nails as part of their program. Only takes them about a year uh, to be in the program. And then we have a strictly skin care program at our spa school or nail care, okay. uh, where if they just want to focus on that area, it's a lot shorter for them to get through the program. Well, I, and I tell you, and I hope you don't mind me asking you this yeah. question, but... Uh, uh, I may need, you know, this business is fairly volatile. Uh, I may need a second career. And uh, according to my father, all the barbers. They're dying off. They're dying. Hey, absolutely. And uh, how long would it take me to uh, get my barber's license at salon schools? It's it's only a year. And that is at our Canal Winchester location. It is a okay. gorgeous school. Um, very new. Uh, we did it so it'd be a comfortable environment for our clients. But most importantly, you know, we're there for our students. We want yeah. them to have a great education. But it's getting really trendy right now. We're seeing um, our barber students get a little bit younger. Um, they're seeing what a viable career it is. And I think they've probably heard what you've heard is that some of the older ones are, are let's say they're retiring and yeah. not dying off. Right. But, but they're looking for a young guy who has a, the same passion that they have, that they want to help people uh, look and feel their best. It's a wonderful environment. They have fun every day. Uh, and it's a great career. You can certainly raise a family on it. Um, but the, the younger guys, it's getting kind of hip, you know. Yeah. I think it started with the beards, and now you're seeing guys with the faux hawk haircuts and designs cut into their hair. We do all that. We do straight razor shaving, which is very unusual for uh, many barbers don't do that anymore. Oh, I know, I know. We, it's an art. We teach it. Hey, we should do um, a live shoot with you at the school. Yeah. That would be fun. Okay. <laughs> we'll we, hook you up. We could, we could do that. <laughs> See, I would be afraid, honestly, uh, it, it makes me nervous thinking about it. My, my first um, haircut with a guy I don't know. Right. Um, well, it is it is a an intimate thing when you think about it. Some you know you're trusting someone, yeah, they're touching right. you and working on you. But we really um, have our students consult with you, especially the first time we bring the instructors there, so they can really get to know you and and listen. The the, the listening skill is the most important thing. Whether you're a barber or cosmetologist, is right. really hearing. And if you're not hearing enough that you know what they want you got to ask questions and so that's part of the teaching not just the skill set but actually the communication skills and a worst case scenario if you screw it up you just shave it off and grow it back exactly it's no exactly. big deal yeah you get a joe bradlin it's a no harm no foul <laughs> yeah one on the sides and a two on top how hard is that yeah uh, bald, and bald is beautiful that's that's really in too it's have, easy have uh you noticed uh, uh a lot of women are opting to become barbers because i used to get my hair cut uh, but she she left mm -hmm. the the shop but she only she was a barber and she only right. cut men's hair yeah we do see that I, I it's still predominantly men but i'd say maybe 10 to 15 percent of our okay. students are females it kind of ebbs and flows um where they come back but uh, many of our female students 
have gone through cosmetology school first and then returned to do barber styling, okay. uh, which is a great combination because they, they learn all the skills of styling and, and working with maybe longer hair and the skin care, uh, a lot of hair color, but then they really get into the precision cuts with, with the men. And then they, sometimes they just find that they like that environment better. You know, a barbershop mm-hmm. usually is vastly different from a beauty right. shop. Right. Oh, personal yeah. preference. Personal preference, yeah. Okay. Well, our half-off hump day deal today is Salon Schools Group, and you can find a location, I'm sure, near you at salonschools.com. And right now, 25 will get you 50 at 610WTVN.com. The keyword is hump. And, uh, Betsy, I, I feel better talking to you. <laughs> I, I have a fallback now. That's right. We'll that, take care of it. After 40 years <laughs> doing this, I'm not qualified to do anything, but I could learn. We can teach you, I promise. Okay. All right. Betsy, thank you so much. Fabulous. Bye, Betsy. Bye. I'll see you later. And, uh, yeah, this is, sounds like a great deal, and it's it's half of what you would pay anywhere else. And as I said, they're in, uh, they've got two places in, uh, in Canal Winchester, um, Ohio State School of Cosmetology, of course, the, uh, probably the bigger name. It's on Westerville Road in Westerville. Um, Hebron Road uh, in Heath, uh, Nationwide Beauty Academy at uh, West Point Plaza, the uh, Spa School on North High Street, and the Hair Experts Barber School on uh, Gender Road. So hop on it, uh, 610WTVN.com. Now, I wanted to mention this, and I've got time, I believe, to get the job done. I uh, received a video from uh, Richard today, and Richard uh, has been sending me an absolute ton of stuff election-related. And, Richard, I apologize. I can't go through it all. But this one uh, was a video, and it's from Project Veritas. And it's a video that was put together by uh, the, the same guy who... You may recall the uh, he he had a, a companion with him, and he did the the secret video uh, going to Acorn and saying that she was a prostitute and and all that stuff. And uh, this one, two Democratic operatives. Now, the, you know, and the Democrats are saying, "Well, it doesn't work for us." Well, he works for an organization affiliated. And their objective is to get uh, people, um, you know, Democrats elected. That's basically it. Uh, Scott Fovel, who was the national field director of Americans United for Change, and uh, he was booted uh, yesterday. And Democracy Partners head Robert Creamer announced uh, Yesterday, he was stepping back from efforts to elect Democratic stepping presidential. Stepping back, I like yeah, that. <laughs> nominee Hillary Clinton, yeah, and because you're caught being a jerk, and you're stepping back. What, what's in this video? And, they, and these guys are both gone now. Okay, from two prominent uh, Democratic backing uh, organizations, and they're they're talking about, well, basically how to how to fix an election and how to get people who uh, you know he talks about. And there's a lot of foul language. I, I couldn't really post this. Because there's foul language, and if they bleep some, they don't bleep others. But the guy said, you know, we've been busing people to vote for years and uh, 50 years and uh, just to keep you blankety-blanks from uh, getting in office and talked about how now they're no longer busing. 
but they're having people come. They're paying these people, by the way. Yeah, and private cars, so it's not obvious. <laughs> private cars, <laughs> and if they don't drive their own cars, then there are places you can buy cars that used to be uh, uh, fleet cars for businesses uh, that their name's on the title, and that's how you get people to the polls now. And uh, the undercover is called Rigging the Election, and it was produced by James O'Keefe. Uh, 32 minutes, uh, released in two edited portions, Monday and Tuesday. And uh, he engaged these two guys in discussions of voter fraud and other schemes. And, um, you know, <clears throat> essentially, it, it's kind of... Uh, um, interesting what they were talking about because well, they've been doing it for years. Yeah, what it, is. it really is eye opening. But then Joe and I, because um, I, I I watched some of it, and you know a lot of the stuff you get, you're like, well, okay, wow. Well, I I, I hit Fox News today. It was their lead political story on Fox News about these two guys getting fired and about the uh, the videos and the rigging of the elections and and. Uh, and all these things. So these two guys, well, one stepped back and the other was fired from these two uh, Democratic-leaning organizations. But um, since it was a uh, number one story on Fox, which you would expect, we did a little checking. Checked ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSN, and I think Joe even checked Reddit. I looked on Reddit. I looked at USA Today, and I'm doing it again just to make sure that you know yeah. I, I, they didn't update something. And so far, I've gone through CBS, NBC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our CBS and ABC. I'm um, looking now at uh, NBC News. And still don't see it there. They all have uh, they all have this same story though. Five things to watch in the final presidential debate, and Marco Rubio warning Republicans not to talk about WikiLeaks. It's on all their sites, and also Michael Moore and Michael I, Moore. I mean, it's, it's like on all their sites. It's like it's one person doing it, and they just changed the uh, the name. It's like they're the same news organization, but not a single mention anywhere no, other than Fox News. Yeah, uh, about the fact that actually, these... I did see a story on the Washington Post website. Okay, I happened to run across that posted at twelve forty-five a.m. Okay, but I don't know if it's on their front page. Well, at twelve forty-five a.m., it probably so it may have been bumped down. Wouldn't even point. have made their edition today. Let's see. Possibly, okay, so I'm looking at. Actually, it is on their. It is on yeah? their Washington okay. Post front page on the left hand side. Uh, it's but. Groping allegations is expected to be at the final debate is the is the big story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a picture of Bill Murray on the uh, Washington mm-hmm. Post front page. But then that story is there. Yeah, but I, if you want to see the video, uh, just Google Project Veritas, V-E-R-I-T-A-S. Be warned, there is some pretty harsh language in it. Well, there if is. If it's not beeped out. There is, but... You'll see uh, Twitter, and you'll see a couple of others, but make sure you go to it's Project Verita- Veritas Action, 
And that's the one that has the video we're talking about, and there is some some harsh language in it. But, you know, you see that, and these two guys are gone now, and they're basically talking about, uh, you know, rigging uh, an election. And um, we'll take a quick break. If you've got any response to that, I, I just thought it was interesting that, that nobody, <laughs> nobody, well, now the Washington Post has it, but um, it's just, it's buried. Uh, it is uh, 320 News Radio 610 WTVN. Debate tonight at 9. We'll be carrying that for you. And uh, Frank, hi. Hey, good afternoon, John. What's Hope up? you're doing okay. I'm doing great. Good. Hey, um, well, what I want to say today is, you know, the news isn't covering this stuff, and there's a reason for it. And the reason for it is how damaging it is. But what I find astonishing is, the liberals and, and Democrats don't seem to care. And, you know, these are broad laws that, that, you know, there's federal campaign laws that are being broke. There's all kinds of laws that this woman has broken over the years and gets away with it. Why? Because Democrats' laws don't matter to them. Unless, you know, of course, we're pointing to a Republican. Right. Now, you know, what she's done is, is huge compared to what Richard Nixon left office for. I mean, 18 minutes of tape versus thousands of emails versus sending people into a rally to incite violence and then blaming on her competitor. It's just outrageous. But you know what? These liberals, they don't want to know about facts. They just want to know how they feel and if they're going to get their free cheese and their free phone. So, you know, it is what it is. And I will say this, too. Even your station, this station does not cover any of that stuff. You know, they, they talk about the polls are saying, and the polls are skewed. I don't care what the polls say. I drive around this state, a lot of it. I see probably Trump signs 10 to 1 to Hillary, maybe oh, yeah. more. People I talk to, same thing. I have yet to talk to somebody who's a Hillary supporter. But you know what? If they can steal the election and the numbers that the, the press puts out there match or come close, well, there's nothing to see here. Just keep on going. Well, you know what? That's what we're going to get. And, of course... We get the government that we vote for and what we deserve, but I just can't believe that people aren't outraged, but that is what it is. Yeah, anyway, it, John, it, it, and Frankie, uh, I would tend to agree with you on our news coverage. I would. It's uh, 3.30 News Radio, 610 WTVN. These polls are irritating, too, in the presidential election. I've heard today Hillary up by 7 or 11, Hillary up by 6. But then I, I'm doing research for the show today, and the L.A. Times, which should not be confused with a, a newspaper that supports Republicans, has the race dead even, as does Rasmussen. Dead even. So who do you believe? I mean, seriously, who do you believe there? And we just had in the news that, for, I don't know, the umpteen time, that uh, Trump's expected to be asked tonight about uh, groping uh by uh you know in the in the debate and uh, chris wallace is the um debate moderator and uh he uh um you know is the anchor of the fox news sunday and he moderated fox news channel's gop primary debates along with brett Baer and megan kelly i didn't hear what uh, hillary was expected to be asked about did you well here's uh, the funny thing is I, I don't know where that comes from the groping he has announced six 15-minute segments 
Here's what the questions are going to be about. Debt and Maybe enti- somebody just made that up. Debt and entitlements. Yeah, no groping there. Immigration. No, no, no groping. Economy. Uh, well, okay. No, no groping. Supreme Court. No, probably not. Foreign hotspots. No. Fitness to be president. Mm, stretch. Yeah. Prediction. Yeah, I, I don't hear the groping thing And in there. Uh, predictions map. Huh. Now, Chris, uh, he, Chris Wallace has said this. He said this a couple days ago. Uh, here are the six areas I'm going to inquire about, hmm. and they're 15 minute segments each. Well, maybe there's news out there. Maybe there's some story we didn't see, I, I guess. No. Well, what's I, Hillary going to be asked about? I didn't hear that. Well, they're all going to be asked about these yeah. things. Okay. You know, I, it's, um, you know, and I'm, I'm surprised that he doesn't have, uh, um, the email thing in there, but, um, you know, I mean, he's, at least he's got in, uh, debt and nobody's talking about the, you know, $20 trillion in debt immigration, uh, which is something they'll both have to deal with economy, Supreme court, um, foreign hots. I mean, uh, yeah, but I, I don't see where, uh, where groping is necessarily, um, a part of this. And, um, uh, basically his attitude and I like his attitude. He said, if people say it was a great debate and don't remember you being there, I will have done my job. And um, the uh, chosen topics may be altered depending on news events leading up to the event, but really is nothing nothing big that's happened in the last two days that hadn't happened. Uh, Wallace has participated in coverage of nearly every political Events and secured uh, several high-profile interviews with dignitaries in the U.S. in his 13 years at Fox News Channel, serving as a moderator of the 90-minute University of Nevada, Las Vegas, um, is the latest milestone of his career. He said, I'm the first Fox moderator to do a general election debate, and I'm very proud of the news organization. I think it's recognition of the fact we do serious journalism. Some critics say no, but the fact is you and I, no, we do, and here's the Commission on Presidential Debates relating and recognizing that. I just hope he does exactly what he said yeah. should happen, which is we don't remember what he does. He yeah. just is there. He also said he's not going to be a fact checker. So, I mean, it's not it's not his job to, you know, argue with any of the candidates. And um, he actually uh, got his first start, his first taste of presidential politics serving as news legend Walter Cronkite's gopher at the Republican National Convention in 64. And he's been in broadcasting 50 years and um, joined Fox uh, after working at ABC for six years, where he served as a senior correspondent for Primetime Thursday and a substitute host for Nightline. So he's got a lot of experience. And, uh, he, you know, Mike Wallace's son, his, you know, his father, obviously, uh, was um, was quite the uh, quite the journalist and the go getter. Uh, Bill, hi. Hey, listen. You know the guy that called and said that uh, your your radio station doesn't cover this stuff. Yeah, it's wrong. Um, you guys broadcast uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, Hannity, right, and Mark Levin. Okay. Yeah. And this stuff was. All over those shows, those shows. So, you know, it's just not correct. Um, well, I think he was talking about our news, possibly, because they haven't 
You know, I you know, I mean, in that last newscast, it was mostly negative Trump stuff and not much about anything else. But uh, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, you know, Limbaugh, Hannity, Mark Levin, um, you know, they're all on the station and they all talk about it. Yes, exactly. So, you know, the people that, that uh, decide to listen to your station um, and want to listen to the, you know, the audio yeah. um, of the shows you all, you all choose to broadcast and, and, you know, pay to advertise on, et cetera, yeah. you're out there putting out the news, so this guy's incorrect. Okay. Okay? All right. I got you, Bill. No problem. Um, interesting story from Great Britain. You know, they, they bet on everything. They bet on politics, they bet on sports, they they bet on everything. And thank you. It's uh, interesting news. Despite a calamitous week of campaigning, betting markets in the U.S. uh, on the U.S. election almost mirror are a mirror image of those on Britain's EU referendum at this stage and they could be pointing to a victory for donald trump um bookmaker william hill says 71 percent of the money so far staked is for democrat hillary clinton so most of the money's on hillary but 65 percent of the bets by number are for donald trump And that means there are a lot more punters, as they call gamblers in England, putting smaller bets on Trump, almost exactly the same pattern that was seen in the run-up to the Brexit vote when the money for the Remain was the most money, but the majority of the bets were on leave. Hmm. Leave the union. Interesting. Yeah. And they were right. Yeah. The uh, bookies cut the odds on a Trump victory from 11 to 2 to 4 to 1 over the past two days in response to a surge in bets for the reality TV star and businessman turned politicians. Um, It's uh, come despite a campaign bedeviled and derailed by, you know, ugly accusations. But um, William Hill's spokesman and resident betting expert Graham Sharp, an industry veteran of 44 years, said it's a very very similar to the Brexit vote. There was a is a metropolitan media bias that says Trump can't win, but they can't vote. In betting terms, this is not a done deal. I see parallels with Brexit at this stage. And Brexit of course was their leaving the European Union and the smart money uh, was on stay. Everybody thought that they would stay because there were dire predictions of economic fallout and things, but they ended up leaving. And uh, Mr. Sharp has uh, more than 25 books out, mostly on betting and racing. He said um, some of the larger number of... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bets on Trump can be explained by odds. When you have odds of 1 to 8 or 1 to 9, as you do on Clinton, 
it's not so interesting to a small punter. You tend to get bigger bets. We had one woman walk into Northumbrian betting shop to take uh, stake 170,000 pounds at 1 to 8 to win 21,250 pounds. She came in the next morning to stake another 13,200 pounds to win 1,467 pounds. She never placed a bet before, but said she saw it as an investment. So she's betting 170,000 to win 21,000 <laughs> with Hillary. Wow. So, you know, I guess if you have a lot of money, that's interesting because you, you're going to make 21,000 even though they're wagering 100, 170. But what they're saying is that the smaller better is, is um, you know, looking for a better turn. And, uh, you know, you've cut the uh, odds on Trump three times in the last couple of days, so this isn't over. So they keep making him a little more uh, likely to win. 538 in the U.S., which uses statistical analysis to produce a percentage chance of winning for each candidate, now rates Clinton at 88% based on her widening lead in the polls and at 85% using its polls uh, plus model. And uh, Clinton's lead in a national U.S. polls and in battleground states that are keys to a victory have confirmed have firmed amid uh, continuing revelation over Trump's behavior. However, Fortune magazine noted the Brexit vote showed polls aren't as accurate as you'd think, even as many U.S. media outlets are declaring that Clinton's lead of seven points and rising made her all but unbeatable with three weeks to go. And uh, William Hill suggests otherwise. Uh, his odds. They put Trump's chance at winning at 20% and rising. And one reason to take note of that, William Hill doesn't have that many American clients. The odds, therefore, reflect what people without any horse in the race think will happen. Yeah, because they don't, they're not voting. Uh, and punters may have latched onto a similarity of the forces behind Brexit and the rise of Trump. They include years uh, John Mappin, the hotelier and part of the family that founded the uh, jeweler Mappin and Webb, stands to make uh, 103,000 pounds from the uh, bookie should Trump win. Uh, Mr. Mappin, who owns Camelot Castle in Cornwall, has already made a substantial profit backing him uh, to take the Republican nomination at 20 to 1. So he said, I've only ever placed one bet, this one. And explaining his conviction was based on conversations with Americans and his experience working in the country. I uh, was on baby duty with my son when I watched Mr. Trump announce his candidacy. I saw the media had got it wrong. They were saying the guy has no chance. They were saying that he's uh, doing this for a joke. That's not the case. His supporters, they've been watching media BS for years and they can see through it. Uh, polls are rarely reliable. I'm more confident that Mr. Trump will win. So that's the thinking in uh, in Great Britain. And it's interesting that it's the same kind of betting because uh, Brexit was thought to be uh, uh, a winner, that it, the, the stay would win, and it didn't. And uh, you can even make uh, legal bets in the United States on uh, in Vegas. And I'll tell you what, some of those, some of these are, are pretty funny. It's, I mean, it's almost like you're betting on a football game. You know, all the different things you can bet on, the coin toss, um, you know, who scores first, things of that nature. So 
We'll get into that and have a little fun with that coming up. News Radio 610 WTVN. Into the Vegas odds a little later. Let's take a couple calls here. Uh, Linda, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Hey, Cal Speaker. Um, I just wanted to tell you that my husband and I just got back from, uh, we went on a two-week vacation. We went to London, Paris, and Rome. Okay. And the thing that surprised me the most was how every single person asked us, the first question, of course, after they heard our accents was, oh, you're American? And they all they wanted to do was talk about the election. Really? That's interesting. Yes, every single country. So from, there's a lot of interest in it over there then. Oh, my gosh. Like when, I'm trying to think of when we were there, when we were in London, when the um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Colts were playing. Yeah. And they had it like, we went out to a bar, and they had that up on the screen. And then right next to it, it was something about the debate. Or the debate was on right next to the soccer game, and every single channel that's that's all that was on if the debate was on, but they talk about it just like how we talk about it here, and it made me feel i mean I consider myself like up on the news, but I couldn't name who the president of Italy was right or right okay of France or the prime minister. <laughs> Of England or whatever, but they all knew from, like I said, from the taxi cab driver to the waiter. That's all they wanted to talk about, and they would ask you, "Who are you going to vote for?" Yeah, or what do you think about it? And they knew the issues. It was unreal. Yeah, that sounds like they know more about it, uh, Linda, than we do, uh, to a great extent. That's interesting, though that um, that they would be that interested. Yeah, the Prime Minister of Italy, the only one I knew was Berlusconi, who was, you know, in trouble with uh, Lolita and all that stuff. It's the only reason I know anything about him. It's not an inquirer. I don't know it. 3.58, we'll continue following uh, the news. We'll get to the uh, Vegas stuff. And also, apparently, uh, voters are, are getting stressed out about the election. Are you stressed out? Are you, are you staying off social media? Maybe not watching the news? Uh, we'll get to that. All next, News Radio 610 WTVN. It is seven minutes after four o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the second hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day show. And our half off Hump Day deal is Salon Schools. You can check them out at salonschools.com, but you can get a great price on it. Hair services, waxing, facials, all kinds of stuff. And 25 will get you 50. Right now at 610WTVN.com, the keyword is hump. And uh, by the way, Julian Assange, the uh, WikiLeaks guy, uh, said his um, internet had been cut off yesterday. And it was. And the uh, Paraguayan government said they did it. Uh, but they said they weren't coerced or talked into it by anyone, which I find kind of difficult to believe. But uh, WikiLeaks had a backup plan for that. He doesn't actually have to do that himself. But he's um, he's holed up there because uh, he doesn't want to get sent back to Sweden where there's some uh, allegations of um, sexual misconduct that he said is only an excuse for him to be extradited if he goes back to Sweden to uh, the United States. So uh, there is that. And um, one other thing really quick. Um, 
Lawrenceville, Georgia. Police are investigating a claim that involves a Democratic National Committee tour bus illegally dumping human waste into a storm drain between campaign stops. The incident happened on Grayson Highway uh, yesterday morning after the bus had uh, left a stop near the uh, Gwinnett County Board of Elections office where hundreds of voters were lined up to take part in early voting. Um, Police say when officers arrived at the scene, toilet paper was scattered in the roadway near the storm drain and there was a foul smell. Uh, Mike Robbins, manager of a nearby business, took several photos of the tour bus dumping waste into a storm drain. Uh, Pictures, uh, liquid can be seen coming out of the bottom of the bus. And according to Robbins, a hazardous material crew was sent to the location. Yeah, Gwinnett County Fire hazmat crew responded. Yeah, collected uh, the waste to keep uh, more of it from entering the storm drain. Because, you know, it goes in a storm drain, it goes right to the river. Yeah. Which so, you're not supposed to do that. No, you're not. Where are the environmentalists? I don't care who you are. Why I don't care. Marching? Care if you're Hillary Clinton. If you don't, uh, I don't care if you're Donald Trump. I don't care who you are. You don't throw human waste down a storm drain, said Robbins. Wastewater just dumping all out in the street, poured down the storm drain. And uh, this time I've got my cell phone out and I'm taking pictures because I don't care who you are. That's just wrong. And he's. And then they, you know, they released a statement. This was an unacceptable mistake, and we we apologize. Well, it's not a mistake. No, it's you don't do that by accident. You stop right by the drain, and you did it on purpose. Yeah, uh, a, mista- a mistake. A mistake is 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 adding wrong on your taxes. Yeah. That's a mistake. But uh, this was not a mistake. Six ten WTVN. We got traffic and weather every ten. Well, new evidence. Shows uh, campaign 2016 is having an emotional impact on people, stressing many out, and in some cases even ruining relationships. And um, according to the new survey from the American Psychological Association, nearly half of Americans say the 2016 presidential election is stressing them out. It's become emotional. It's become polarized. Dr. Douglas Haldeman of the American Psychological Association said it. Uh, Dr. Haldeman said the stress has come down to how we're processing information. Because of the emotional tone of the campaign, we bypassed the part of our brain that does the rational thinking and gone straight to the emotions. And the campaign's triggering emotions for just about every group. According to the survey, the election stress cuts across demographics and party lines. The anxiety is so bad, some are turning off computers and phones and turning away from social media. I uh, just really don't use it as much. It's just inflammatory, said uh, Walnut Creek voter Kay Kensington. Yeah, and this stuff can get uh, absolutely, well, I mean, it can be nasty anyway, but uh, yeah, this is nasty. There's definitely a lot of people saying things like, If you don't agree with my political beliefs or if you don't have the same political views that I do, I'm going to have to unfriend you. And I think that's because the candidates are extreme, said another voter. But Haldeman said uh, you may not want to burn bridges, though you should try limiting your exposure to election coverage. The American Psychological Association recommends voters to try to avoid conversations that could turn into confrontations, control their actions, and keep your eye on the big picture. Remember, whatever the outcome, he said the country will survive. And uh, his message, keep calm. Remember, the bitter end of the election is only three weeks away. 
And I guess that is the good news. But, I mean, is this stressing you out? Have you had arguments with uh, with friends or coworkers about this? Um, I try to, um, I guess, just unless somebody brings it up, I don't really necessarily, um, you know, talk about it that much. But uh, except here, once in a while, I, I couldn't do it every day. I'd have to shoot myself. But um, I mean, is is it stressing you out? Is it uh, putting a strain on me? Or maybe you, you and your wife or husband don't agree, which is, uh, you know, would be fairly common, I would think, in this particular case. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, co-workers, um, things like that. Uh, I know churches can be split on things like that. So if you've, you've got anything like that you've observed, or if you're just stressed out, if you've just, like, said, okay, uh, I'm going to take a Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The break. I'm not doing uh, Facebook or Instagram. I'm not going to look at uh, uh, the news uh, much. I'm going to try to, you know, concentrate right now maybe on the baseball playoffs or the NFL or something and just go away from it. But it, it's kind of hard to get away from it because, you know, you watch and they're, they're commercials, 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 commercials all over the place. And uh, so I'd like to hear your opinion on that too. A two one wtvn one 610 wtvn Hey, Jay. Hey, Mr. Corby. Happy birthday, sir. Thank you, my man. Uh, now I feel like I'm going to contribute to everyone's stress and anxiety after that. You know, worry about. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Con- contribute, yeah, contribute. Well, yeah, well, you know, everybody's concerned about why Russia is involved in uh, hacking our emails and telling us to pull them behind the curtains so we can see what goes on. Thinking outside the box here a little bit, uh, Mr. Corby, have you heard of the Seventh Floor Group? The Seventh Floor Group, no. Okay, in, in the FBI released files and also in the Podesta email, they talk about this seventh floor group, which they are equating to the shadow government. And supposedly this seventh floor group is people that are influenced by Soros and then uh, the industrial war complex, the people that profit off war. So we know Putin's not a part of that game because he got kicked out. We okay. know Trump's not a part of that game. Right. So Putin decides... Well, let's pull back the curtain so we can show the American people the seventh floor group and what happens behind the scenes and who's actually controlling things to benefit from war. And lo and behold, none of the five living presidents want to back Trump or say anything for Trump because he's not part of that group, because they all made money off of wars. And so maybe, just maybe, the Russians might be doing us a favor. Well, I'd not heard of that group. I mean, is it a, a group like the Trilateral Commission that actually has you, meetings? And... Uh, you stick seventh floor group into Google, and it will give you a flurry of information of how it refers to the okay. high-ranking officials that gather on the seventh floor of the Hoover Building and the reference to the underground shadow government that's supported by Soros and other people like that. All right, I'll check it. I'll check it out, Jay. It's actually the Truman Building, but it is the seventh floor. Seventh of the floor Truman of the Truman Building. Building. Yep. 
What does it say about it? Anything interesting? Uh, I mean, it's it it's where or I mean, it... State Department has they have offices on that right. building uh, or on that floor, and it is actually in the uh, the FBI uh, information that was released, and it does talk about this group of some are State Department officials and some are not, and they meet every Wednesday afternoon uh, and various things. So, okay, I mean, it's it's actually it's not. You know, it, it's been something that's been around, it's been talked about for years and years, like maybe back to the 70s. Even. Right, okay. Uh, but everybody, ah, that's just, that's not true. It's a conspiracy theory and all this. Well, apparently it's enough of a conspiracy theory that the FBI has actually put it in a report and it exists. Okay. So. All right. Uh, Sean, hi. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. I have to say, I'm not a real big fan of either party, but I'm going to have to vote for Trump this time simply because, okay, he might say some questionable things, but Hillary actually does questionable things. I mean, she's got our our Americans killed. She's lied to Congress. Her tour bus is dumping poop in the street. Right. I mean, what, what, what's it going to take for these people to get off the party line I mean, do they do they need to like boil a puppy on national TV? Or do they need to like strangle a newborn? What's it going to take for people to actually say, "No way, am I going to vote for her"? I have no <laughs> idea, Sean. But um, you know, I I think it, and a lot of it is party line. Uh, to be honest with you, six ten WTVN. Now coming up after the news, we'll take a few more of your phone calls. Are you? Avoiding social media and. Stressed out by the election? 821-WTVN, 1-800-610-WTVN. And we'll also get to the Vegas odds on a variety of different... You could turn tonight's debate, by the way, into a drinking game very, very easily. It's 4.30 News Radio, 610-WTVN. Well, we're getting ready for the um, third and final presidential debate tonight in Las Vegas. And uh, Steve, hi. Hey, John. How you doing? Good, Steve. Hey, uh, yeah, you, you know, with the the whole, you know, people getting upset and everything during the election, you know, there's, I, I think a lot of this has been fueling since, you know, about, about you know, the to- end of the, uh, the 2012 election, you know, where now people are, you know, the spike's been driven further. People's feelings are, you know, starting to become like more and more emotionally invested in it. Right. And. You know, it's mainly just a lot of people get upset, you know, like from the liberal side of things. You know, you say something and you get these mean, nasty reactions, you know, and on the, you know, conservative side of things, you know, people, I think, are just more flabbergasted. Like, do you not understand what's at stake here? Because the next president picks at least the next, you know, three to five Supreme Court justices just due to their age. Right. And it's. That is the the main you know, issue at hand. Is you know th- those five people that, that that's a winning vote. That's something that runs straight through the Supreme Court without you know hitting a speed bump. Yep. And a lot of people are concerned because you know you you put the progressive liberal side of things into there. I mean you know you might as well just rip up the Bill of Rights and everything else because now well we're gonna turn it into whatever uh whatever we interpret it, we think it means which is ridiculous yeah it's not what the founders meant it's what it means today is what uh, they correct. like to do yeah 
Yeah, and then you know the 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 other thing is is with the, you know the the Obama administration coming out and saying, oh well, we're worried about the the violence and everything else that Trump supporters, uh, you know, if if that side of the election's lost, like, well, hang on a second here. So you're concerned about that, but, you know, the the destruction and mayhem that the Black Lives Matter group has, has you know, accomplished since the riots in Ferguson, like, uh, well, they were just expressing themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and the fact that uh, three GOP headquarters have now been firebombed. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, is like, you know, I, I see, you know, uh, Clinton Kane signs all over the place. I'm not out doing donuts in somebody's yard or, you know, burning their house down. But, uh, you know, if you see all this crap, you know, somebody wears a Trump T-shirt, you get attacked in public. Right. You know, and, and so the thing is, is it's it's more, you know, uh, it's it's more based on feeling as opposed to, you know, the actual facts of the matter of like, okay, well, Let's look at this from who's done what or going to do what. It's every, well, I don't like this because he said mean things, or I don't like, uh, you know, I don't right. like this because, you know, Trump's got weird hair, and, and for that I'm going to burn your yard. Yeah, it's it's turned into emotional uh, an emotional thing. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it, it really has, and, um, you know, that's part of the reason that uh, I think people are are uptight and, and uh, in some cases uh, just outright nasty about it. Uh, Chris, hi. Yeah, I thought I might uh, call in with a positive note, a positive thought to leave for everybody. All right. Uh, my father and his brother, back in the 1960s, during the presidential election, one was on one side, one was on the other, and they got mad, and they would never speak to each other again. And ten years later, my father died. I just wanted it known that family's more important than this political stuff. My father lost ten years of not speaking to his brother. Wow. If you have if you have a relative or a father or a brother and they're going for the other party, don't hold it against them. It's not worth it. What's more important is family. And I just want to put that out as a positive note that there are people and well, you're gonna live with them the rest of your life and there's no use of holding their political opinion against them. Yeah, Chris, I would agree with that. It's not worth ten years of uh, brothers not speaking to each other. I um, I mentioned Las Vegas and, you know, their gamble. I also mentioned Great Britain and how the bets being placed in Great Britain that were uh, are similar to those placed on the Brexit vote where Great Britain left the um, European Union. Uh, most of the money was on stay, but there were more bets placed on leave and leave one and the same thing's happening in this election more bets are being placed on trump bigger money on hillary well in vegas if don trump and this is how you could turn this uh, debate tonight into a drinking game if donald trump says the word rigged five times or more during tonight's debate bookies will be paying out odd makers are even taking bets on whether the presidential candidates will shake hands so all this stuff. So, I mean, every time he, you know, you could come up, every time he says rigged, uh, you, you all take a drink. Uh, gambling on politics is forbidden in the United States, but informal betting still goes on in uh, Vegas. Uh, it's all about the odds. The uh, offshore gambling operations are reporting a surge in wagers, not only on who will be the next president, but even on the point spread uh, in places like here in Ohio. And uh, Pat Morrow, chief odds maker for Bovada, 
an offshore betting company uh, based in the Caribbean, said in a phone call from Antigua that he's now giving 50-50 odds that Trump and Clinton will shake hands at the opening of the debate. And Bovada will pay out if WikiLeaks is said four times or more. And Trump needs to say tremendous nine times for a payout. And uh, sports is more quantifiable, Morrow said, talking out Bovada's usual line of betting. As the saying goes, he said, politics is the wisdom of the crowd, and the crowd doesn't always have much wisdom. So odds makers like him are studying poll things like the vibe of the people, comments on Twitter and traditional polls. In uh, Vegas, legendary bookmaker Jimmy Vaccaro will be closely watching tonight's debate to be held a few miles from the South Point Casino where he runs the sports book. He said if Trump interrupts her one time, walks behind her one time, or says make America great again more than five times, he has no chance, said Vaccaro, as Chinese and Dutch reporters lined up to hear his latest take on the election. Uh, Vaccaro, 71, has been calculating odds since he played poker with his mom as a kid, said Trump was not as bad a bet earlier this year. In fact, he spotted him early as a contender and quickly adjusted those early odds, uh, which were 100 to 1. And thousands of Trump supporters rallied at South Point during the primary season. And Vaccaro said, South Point attracts working-class people who line up to place affordable bets and buy $1.50 hot dogs from a cart near the betting desk. And high rollers hit other joints. So he said that after a viral video showed Trump saying crude things about women, uh, it's been one mistake after another. And now he thinks 95% of the people know who they're voting for, and he puts Trump's chances of being president. Remember, they were 100 to 1 early at uh, 6 to 1. And not bad from where he started, but far worse than when he accepted the nomination over the summer. So um, scores of customers hovered around Vaccaro on Tuesday to bet on the World Series, and he vented on his inability to take in any cash on November 8th. He said, everyone's making money off the U.S. election but Americans. Yeah, they can't take bets on, on elections. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So he has to be content with for entertainment purposes only, offering his uh, insight. Uh, she's playing it pretty coy. He's digging himself a deeper hole. He joked that the only way now to change the outcome of the election would be if the FBI walks into the middle of the debate and made an arrest. And he said, Clinton is now such a favorite that if you bet a dollar on her now, you would win cents. And uh, voter turnout's also something better frequently asked the Carol to game out. And months ago, he said records may be shattered, but now he thinks it's unlikely that more than 131 million votes will be cast as they were when Obama won in 2008. And as for tonight, he's not predicting a highbrow event. He said a boxing match would be much more tactical. So I guess I would say this would uh, be like a no-holds-barred wrestling match. And uh, so there you go. Um, You can't bet on this stuff in Vegas, but if you can go 
to an offshore site. You can uh, put your money down. Well, a Las Vegas gun store, Westside Armory, is predicting a Hillary Clinton victory in November, and it has a message for customers, buy now because things are going to get expensive. In an ad over the weekend in the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Westside Armory said it was holding a pre-Hillary sale on tactical rifles, warning of a surge in the price if the Democratic nominee wins the presidential election next month. Don't wait, the ad reads. Prices will skyrocket after crooked Hillary gets in. The uh, words appear alongside of a Smith & Wesson M&P Sport II a, a semi-automatic tactical rifle that Westside Armory advertises for 700 bucks. The uh, Smith & Wesson website says the rifle's used for hunting, recreational shooting, and home protection. And the ad was tweeted out uh, Sunday by John Ralston, a uh, political commentator with KTNV <clears throat> and a well-known political pundit in Nevada, and had garnered uh, 1,700 retweets by Monday morning. And uh, couldn't get a hold of anybody from Westside Armory. Uh, the reference to Crooked Hillary, Donald Trump's nickname for her, of course, is a clear appeal to supporters of the Republican nominee who have accused Clinton of wanting to get rid of all guns and essentially abolish the Second Amendment. And uh, apparently uh, Clinton, though, has advocated no such thing. Like President Obama, she's proposed stepping up background checks and closing loopholes and things of that nature. But uh uh, data fluctuations in gun prices is hard to come by, but gun sales overall have surged in the eight years of the Democratic administration, reaching a record high in 2015. Firearm sales spiked in 2008 after President Obama was elected, and again in 2012 when he was reelected. And uh, firearm background checks have also tended to jump in the wake of uh, mass shootings, according to the Washington Post. And uh, Westside Armory was the subject of a Bloomberg news story earlier this year about the rise in U.S. gun sales. They took in a record $190,000 in December of 2015, the most in a single month since opening in 2014, and a figure consistent with national trends. And uh, so that's what's you know they're saying. If, if she's elected, uh, people are going to be buying guns like crazy. Well, kind of an extreme way to try to get compensation from the government. That's just all that story. And uh, they've uh, made their nominations for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll get to all that coming up. News Radio, 610 WTVN. It is seven minutes after 5 o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is... The third hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day show. And our half-off Hump Day deal today is Salon Schools. And you can find out where they're located at salonschools.com. They have six locations around the area. And um, hair services, waxing, facials, about anything you can think of. And uh, 25 will get you 50 right now, which goes a long way at Salon Schools. And you can get that at 610WTVN.com. The keyword is hump. And I, you know, we've all heard about, you know, people trying to, you know, scam money off the government and, you know, things of that nature. And it's all too common, uh, really is. But I saw this 
today on uh, WTVN.com. A uh, Columbus woman, it's just, it makes you shake your head. She's accused of going so far as to stab herself to try to get compensation from the Victims Assistance Fund. See, and I wouldn't even have thought about that. I, as a matter of fact, I'm not even sure how you go about getting money from that. Well, I guess if you're a victim. Well, the Columbus City Attorney's Office says 39-year-old Nicole Childers tried to pass off her story as a robbery and attempted murder. Investigators say she drove herself to the hospital after she stabbed herself in the abdomen and even presented a knife she claimed the suspects dropped in their getaway. Uh, Childer's claim was that she was waiting in her car to exchange her cell phone with someone. Two teenagers approached the car, robbed her of $240, and stabbed her through the car window. And investigators used cell phone records, interviews, DNA, and fingerprint analysis to basically debunk her claims. Uh, She requested $8,000 from the Ohio Attorney General's Office Crime Victim Compensation Fund, which was denied, and she's now charged with providing false information to mislead public officials and instigating a false alarm. So all that... I mean, actually stabbing yourself with a knife. And I think where she screwed up was she brought the knife with her. Should not have done that. Should not have done that. No. Because it only had, I'm sure, her, her DNA exactly. on the handle. Well, she's not real bright. She's stabbing herself to try to get money. Yeah. So not real, not a big thinker there. Well, and the other thing is you're stabbing yourself in your abdomen. What if you hit something vital? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure she wasn't, you know, again, she's stabbing herself to make money. Yeah. Not the brightest bulb in the box. Yeah. Not, uh, you know, not a, like she studied medicine. <laughs> right. So she knows exactly right. where to put the blade. Exactly. So, yeah. Stabbed herself to try to get eight grand. And I, you know, I'm sure that um, if she hadn't applied for the eight grand, they probably would have just accepted it. But she still filed a false police report, right, I Right, but they would have just probably just not been able to find the people that did it, and that would have been the end of yeah, it. Yeah, it would be over. But that's not the reason she <laughs> stabbed herself. She in... wanted her money. Yeah. Give me some money. Yeah. that's. Uh, I wonder how she researched and uh, determined. I mean, there are other ways to get money from the government besides stabbing yourself. Absolutely. We all know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, just... They hand it out like candy every single day. That's harder. It's probably harder to get on Social Security disability yeah. than it is to just stab yourself. Yeah. You get the money a little faster. Yeah, right? and you get it in a lump sum. Yeah, state runs a little faster than the feds <laughs> do on that. I guess. A lot of things to consider. Let that be a lesson to you if you're trying to scam the government, scam them at well, and I mentioned this. It's uh, they call him a hip hop hit maker. He was uh, sentenced to seven years in prison Wednesday under the terms of a plea deal worked out last month with Manhattan prosecutors. So he's getting seven. But a suddenly reluctant Bobby Schmurda told uh, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Abraham Klott that his lawyer forced him into accepting the deal against his will. He said, I was forced to take this sentence. I don't want to take this sentence, he told the judge. As a flustered lawyer, Alex Spiro, stood alongside him in the courtroom. He said, I want to drop my plea. He then uh, addressed his lawyer directly. I want to drop my plea and fire you. 
And his last-ditch pitch fell on deaf ears as Klott imposed the agreed-upon sentence to Schmerta. Um, Schmerta, 22, pled guilty to one count of conspiracy and one count of weapons possession just days before he was due to stand trial. And I, I, I mentioned this story because, okay, the guy's Robbie Schmerta. What kind of a rap name is uh, Bobby Schmerta? It doesn't seem like a very good rap name to me, but it is a rap name uh, because they always put their real name in these stories. His real name is Akio Pollard. So he changed his name for rap purposes to Bobby Schmerda. Claimed the gun he was carrying when he was busted uh, was a prop for a rap video. And he's best known for the hit song Hot Boy. So, uh, but Bobby Schmerda, that's, um, that's not good. You know, one of my favorite commercials right now, I just thought I'd throw that. Well, I've got two, uh, Stephen Hawking selling cars. Have you seen that one? He's on with, for Jaguar and that guy's got a great sense of humor. I mean, he's been on the big bang theory. He's uh, selling cars in which he, the guy shows up late that he's supposed to talk to and he's, uh, riding him. You know, making, you know, light of them. And the other one is the lemonade stand with iced tea. And these two kids are selling lemonade in the front yard of a suburban home. And iced tea is in a lawn chair sitting there uh, reading something. And these people keep walking by and saying, iced iced tea? And the kids know no lemonade. And then another guy says, iced tea? There's lemonade. And then finally, uh, says iced tea? And iced tea takes his glasses off and said, no, read the sign. It's lemonade. It's delicious. Then he puts his glasses back on. And I think it's, uh, I think it might be for Geico, if I'm not mistaken. I think it might be for Geico. But uh, that's that's one of my favorites. And he's great. I, he really uh, is a good actor. And um, he just is uh, doing well. Uh, Sam, hi. Hi, John. I just want to inform your listeners. Uh, there was a video to put out on YouTube a couple of days ago by an independent journalist called James O'Keefe. It's called Project Veritas. Um He infiltrated the DNC and posted a video on YouTube showing how they incited violence at Trump rallies and are committing voter fraud. Uh, that's the reason why the allegations are being made um, by Donald Trump. Um, it's very interesting if you guys go on and look at it. Uh, undercover cameras, probably, you know, done illegally, but not all states have the same requirements for voting. So I think that's why like Trump and his campaigns making allegations regarding voter fraud. Yeah, I actually saw that today, and I found we started looking around because uh, Fox News ran a story about it, and about the the two guys that were featuring in it were uh, uh, fired, or one guy stepped aside and the other yeah. guy was fired. And um, I saw it on Fox News, and I thought, well, geez, this might be something. And yeah. then we looked at ABC, NBC, CBS, um, CNN, MSNBC, USA Today, USA Today. None of them, none of them had a story on it. Right, and if you read through WikiLeaks, you keep reading as they come out. 
up, they're out to part 12 right now. You can actually find the information in there that shows that they're coordinating with the, the DNC while, you know, while, while doing this, creating yeah. the voter fraud and uh, inciting violence at the Trump rallies. Well, yeah, they, they at one point uh, mentioned they're hiring mentally ill people to go in and uh, disrupt Trump rallies. Yes. And, uh, you know, but, the you know, the Democrats are saying, well, I don't work for us. Well, right. but it's Didn't a, you see how, how many times the guy had been met with the president? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, like yes. 348 times. That's crazy. Yes. How many times have you met with the president, John? Uh, zero as yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. three hundred. This guy, that uh, the lead guy in this video, had met with the president three hundred forty-eight times. That's a lot. That's. I a mean, ton. that's a lot, lot. That, that, I mean, that's a re- that's a really lot. I mean, I Joe Biden probably hadn't seen him that many times. Well, that's almost every day for a year. <laughs> yeah. And if you you know he's been president seven and a half years. Yeah, divide it out. Divide it out. I mean, that's, well, it's at least once a month, right? Probably doesn't meet with a cabinet that much. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't see Biden that often. No. Probably yeah. doesn't want to see Biden that often. But this, he's, these guys, these are, they're just on their own. Yeah. They're just wildcatters. Yeah, well, if, if you want to see the video, it's uh, just, uh, uh, where did I put the damn thing? Anyway, I'll just do a just do a search for James O'Keefe yeah, video okay. or Veritas, and you'll find it'll come. Yeah, up. do a do a Veritas search, and then get on the website that actually has uh, Veritas something action, and that's the one that actually has the video on it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to you want to check that out, but uh, none of the news organizations are covering any of that stuff except one. By the way, if you want to see the video the previous caller was talking about that uh, caused Scott Foval of Americans for Change and uh, Robert Creamer of Democracy Partners uh, to uh, lose their gigs, it's a pretty, well, you don't want to believe it, but uh, they said it, and it's in my blog at 610wtvn.com. They're having a big strike in Pennsylvania. Uh, Faculty at uh, 14 Pennsylvania state universities went on strike this morning, affecting more than 100,000 students after contract negotiations between uh, Pennsylvania State System of Higher Education and the faculty union hit an impasse. So the Association of Pennsylvania State College and University Faculties announced on its website that its members went on strike at 5 a.m. Since no agreement was reached, the union represents uh, more than 5,000 faculty and coaches across the state, and a walkout would likely halt classes mid-semester. The union said late Tuesday the uh, state had handed its last best offer and was done negotiating. And we're headed to the picket lines, but even... On the picket lines, our phones will be on should the uh, state system decide it doesn't want to abandon students, said the uh, union president. And uh, state system spokesman Ken Marshall couldn't be reached Wednesday morning after the strike was announced and the state hadn't posted an updated statement on Facebook. Mash and uh, Democratic Governor Tom Wolf had urged both sides to reach an overnight agreement. Uh, we'd like to reassure our students we did everything possible to avoid a strike, said the uh, union vice president. There will 
B, uh, we will be here should the state system decide not to abandon its students. So uh, the state said overnight this latest proposal would provide raises to all permanent and temporary faculty and health care package identical to what the system employees have. And in an effort to reach an agreement, the state said it withdrew several proposals, including one that would have required full-time temporary faculty to teach an additional class each semester. So uh, strike, it uh, includes faculty from uh, Bloomsburg, California, Cheney, Clarion, East Stroudsburg, Edinburgh, Indiana, uh, Clutchtown, Lock Haven, Mansfield, Millersville, Shippensburg. A whole bunch of little towns in Pennsylvania. Slippery Rock and yeah. Westchester, but not Penn State University for some reason. Well, if only they could have gotten, they could get that five grand a month back from Jerry Sandusky that they're paying him in pension. It might yeah. help him a little. Yeah, that still, that still blows me away. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Yeah. He's in He's in prison for probably the rest of his life, and uh, he's still getting five grand a month. Uh, in pension, which is uh, pretty unbelievable. And another person being nasty to a waitress. You know, uh, just uh, reports of receipt rage. That's what they're calling it now, you know, uh, receipt rage. Directed at both restaurant employees and customers have uh, continued to surface across the country, buoyed by a second life on social media. One waitress in Greenville, South Carolina, said she received a tip from a couple that initially complimented her service but ended up leaving her heartbroken and mortified. According to Fox Carolina, the female server, who asked not to be identified, said she just finished clearing the customer's table October 13th when uh, the duo walked back into the restaurant and left a quick note and then, like cowards, ran out the door. Uh, the note began, thank you for your excellent service today. You're a good waitress. Well, that's nice. Uh, but then they followed it up. But here's your tip. The woman's place is in the home. Your place is in the home. It even says so in the Bible. You may think that you're contributing to your household by coming to work, but you're not. While you're in here working, this is the reason your husband must see another woman on his way home for a, from a long day at work. And the note ended, so instead of coming to your job and looking for handouts to feed your family, how about going home and cleaning your house and cooking a hot meal for your husband and children the way your husband and God intended and help make America great again, praying for families in our nation. How much money has she raised so far in her GoFundMe account? Does uh, she, have she doesn't have one yet. Oh, well, they better get one going. But this server said she's never been married, nor does she have any kids. I felt mortified, embarrassed, humiliated even. I felt a bit heartbroken. It's a bit disheartening and discouraging that things like this happen in this day and age. Said the couple appeared to be in their mid-50s. Appeared friendly and polite when she served them food. It and... seems like it's, it's, That seems really weird. Why would they leave and come back with a note like that? Well, maybe they didn't have any paper. That's just it just seems and but left no tip. Well, no, that was her tip. It was stay home and take care of your husband yeah. and kids that don't exist. Uh she also said that she uh does have a very loving and supportive boyfriend who's helping her while she continues to further her education. And the notes received, of course, hundreds of shares on Facebook, many admonishing the couple for 
the demeaning tone of the note. Yeah, I, I would say that is that is demeaning. But I mean, yeah, you know, if it's legitimate, it is. But well, you just wonder. It seems like every time one of those pops up, the person receives quite a windfall of you know people making donations or if they start a GoFundMe page. Well, they haven't done that. Haven't done that yet. Nope. And I I tend to side with the Cardinals on this. And it's, it has nothing to do with religion. But, uh, you know, Rome's known for its historic sites, beautiful arts, and, you know, world-renowned cuisine. But is it known for its fast food? Well, McDonald's, uh, one of the world's most recognized food brands, uh, is uh, thinking about opening a restaurant, a McDonald's, in St. Peter's Square in Vatican City. According to The Guardian, McDonald's is planning to build a new location just underneath an apartment complex where several cardinals live. Uh, within sight of St. Peter's Square, the proposals angered many of the papal circle and local residents. So the cardinals are again it. Uh, it's controversial, perverse decision to say the least. Uh, but doesn't the Vatican control that? I, I would think they would control that. Um But instead of the golden arches near the Roman Catholic Church, uh, the space should be used to house entities that help the needy uh, in line with the Pope's call for poor church for the poor. So um, still the uproar of the project expected to put 30,000 euros a month into the Vatican's wallet. Well, there may be a reason for that. Um, Is unlikely to have an effect on the project moving forward. And uh, yeah, 30,000 euros a month. And uh, that may explain it. There should be some place, you know, shouldn't there? And the Vatican being one of them, it just seems to me. And it's not a religious thing. It's just I don't want to go to St. Peter's Square and see a McDonald's. Well, about a month ago, Uber rolled out its fleet of uh, self-driving robo-cabs in uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, the reason they chose Pittsburgh is it's also the home of uh, Carnegie Mellon University. Or as I say in the Berg Carnegie Mellon University, which uh, provided much of the brain power for uh, Uber's new advanced technology center. And that's where the autonomous ca- ca- cabs are being developed. And uh, Uber's not saying much about specifics, um, but according to the mayor of Pittsburgh, Uber now has over 500 employees in the city. And a quick look through Uber's, Uber's current job openings turns up uh, 64 available positions in Pittsburgh against a total of seven for the rest of the world. Most of those are in Detroit, so it's safe to say that this is uh, more than an experiment. They're going all out to um, put self-driving cars on the road as soon as possible. But right now, they have a small fleet of self-driving cars uh, on the streets of Pittsburgh. The robocabs are Ford Fusion Hybrids. And they're fitted with special uh, roof-mounted array of cameras, GPS receivers, and laser radar that uh, collectively generate over a million data points every second. The autonomous system's designed to handle acceleration, braking, steering, and point-to-point navigation. And for all that, Uber RoboCab still have uh, you know, a human being in the driver's seat. That's a part of the rules. In part, that's because Pennsylvania law requires a human to be able to take control of the vehicle, but riders have reported the self-driving system will drop the car into human control if it gets confused and doesn't know what to do. 
Uh, for example, writers reported that if the robo-taxi encounters double-parked car in its lane or a stalled car, it tends to wait for the car ahead to move. So, I mean, you know, you're not supposed to double-park, so it doesn't compute with the computer. It thinks it's just stopped and you're it's going to move on. And... Um, when that happens, the human driver can take control and go around the unpredictable op- obstacle. Uh, they got a hold of a couple of customers that have used a new robocab. One was uh, Aaron Butler, a lawyer in Pittsburgh and a regular Uber rider. It was a little different than I thought initially. I thought it would be like the magic school bus or that I'd go in and it would be Kit from Knight Rider. <laughs> but now the magic school Uh, It's not the magic school bus. You have a human driver, and he's driving at least 30% of the time. And uh, Pittsburgh is uh, pretty hilly with narrow streets, uh, so it's really tricky for cars to navigate on their own. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On a narrow street, it takes uh, a human who knows how to ease it over a few inches. And uh, now getting a ride on a robocab is limited to a certain established Uber customers. They pick people. Uh, one is an IT consultant in Pittsburgh, uses Uber frequently. She's a fan of the new service. Um, there are two incredibly knowledgeable and personable guys riding, driving, so I felt completely safe at all time. And um, if you're one of the selected uh, riders, you can uh, hail an Uber, Uber ride as you normally would, and if you're hailing between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m., there's a chance the ride will be one of the robo-cabs. Ca- so um, apparently it's having a little trouble with the uh, Pittsburgh left, which is, uh, if you've not uh, experienced it, if you're uh, trying to make a left-hand turn, you're on a two-lane, two-lane, like downtown Pittsburgh with a narrow, it's a one lane one way and one lane the other, and you're trying to turn left, the car across from you when the light changes will let you make a left before they move. It's called the Pittsburgh Left, and that doesn't compute very well with the Uber robo-cabs. Kind of confused me when I first started living there, too. Well, coming up, we've got... Um, new all-electric Corvette that an outfit in Arizona has uh, developed. You can buy a new DeLorean. DeLorean Motor Cars making those again, and... Daylight savings times not long for this world. That's all coming up. News Radio 610 WTVN. Minutes after 6 o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the fourth and final hour of the big Wednesday Hump Day radio program. And our half-off hump day deal today is the Salon Schools Group. Several locations, six as a matter of fact, in uh, central Ohio. Um, get your hair cut, get waxed, facials, all sorts of stuff. 
And right now you can get a $50 gift certificate. That's right, 50 for just 25 Why? Because it's the half-off hump day deal. That's why. And uh, you look at my uh, website right now, the uh, blog at 610WTVN. Uh, dot com. There, I, I, one of you people, uh, Richard, actually uh, emailed me a link to uh, video today, and um, it uh, involved a couple of Democratic operatives, uh, Scott Fovel, the National Field Director for Americans for United for Change, and Democracy Partners head Robert Creamer, and they were explaining on a hidden camera how to. Uh, cheat at the ballot box and it was produced by james o'keefe he's the guy who um had a partner uh posing as a prostitute and uh, did the uh, uh undercover work on acorn and uh we and i i, I mean i look at this stuff and you, you get this stuff all the time and i'm like well geez i don't know is it real or not but then i uh looked at fox news and they had uh, their main story was about these two guys being ousted from their jobs because of the um, the video. It's uh, called rigging the election, and um, then we started we started looking around, and uh, we looked at um, well ABC, CBS, NBC, USA Today, The Dispatch, um, MSN, and nobody had the story. Nobody nobody did anything with it. And, um, I mean, I, you know, I mean, Trump's talking about a rigged election and the media being a big part of it. And I just thought it was interesting. And, and the other interesting thing was if you look at ABC, CBS and NBC, they had about exactly the same stories. Uh, they all had five things Trump has to do in tonight's debate. Uh, they all had, uh, Michael Moore's new, uh, uh, whatever that is, video One man show thing. Yeah. Yeah, they had all the same story except that one. Except that one. They, none of them had that one. So uh thought that was uh thought that was well, a little telling, if you will, uh about what's uh what's going on. And well yeah, I mean, especially for television stations, generally speaking, I mean you, you know, got video. If it's just a story and there's no video, there's no audio, they're like, Well, not much for us here because yeah. we're multimedia. But they had video video yeah these guys and they didn't even have it yeah the uh, one guy was explaining how they used to bus them in and he's uh very vulgar when he was talking about how they we've been bussing these people in for uh 50 years uh defeat you blankety blanks and uh then he explained you really can't bus anymore because if you bus and they show voter fraud then they can nail you for it but if everybody drives their own car or they can buy cars from like a fleet sale or something that, uh, you know, they're all in somebody else's, some company's name, you you can't really, you know, you'd have to basically um, charge every single person with it. And they probably wouldn't do that. I mean, it's just it really involved stuff. And uh, the other guy talked about how to how to, uh, you know, enable a, an illegal to vote. And then he hedged his bet saying, but we don't do that. But uh, anyway, it's, it's, I thought it was interesting. And uh, so you can get a look at it. I mean, I had it emailed to me, but it's uh, 
on my blog right now at 610WTVN.com. Right now we've got traffic and weather every 10 minutes. Well, and for some reason, our news all day, they've been saying that Trump will be asked about his, um, I guess, you know, sexual misconduct with women, but uh, I don't know where that's coming from. Fox News' Chris Wallace is going to be moderating and uh, I, I think he'll probably do a pretty good job. He said he's not going to be a fact checker uh, tonight at all. And uh, he basically said that uh, when, uh, you know, the debate's over, if uh, it was a good debate and no one remembers who um, who worked it, uh, as in him, then he's done his job. And he said uh, he's... Uh, um, he just wants to be in the background for this thing. But, you know, as far as what they're going to talk about, uh, he's already laid that out. And he laid it out several days ago and said those would be the topics, you know, unless something else comes up that should be a topic, which in my estimation, nothing else has come up. But he said uh, they're going to have uh, six topics in 15-minute segments tonight. It's at 9 o'clock, by the way. We're going to be carrying it. Uh, debt and entitlements. So they're finally going to get around to that. Nobody's been talking about $20 trillion in debt this entire campaign. Uh, immigration, the economy, the Supreme Court, foreign hotspots, fitness to be president, and a predictions map. So I don't know if he's going to ask them <laughs> what they think they're going to do. Like, how do you think you're going to do in Texas? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what exactly that means. But Actually, it, Trump has talked a little bit about the $20 trillion in debt. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he he's has. brought it up. I but, mean, nothing in depth, though. But the debates. Yeah. Remember not, the not first really. debate? Immigration didn't even come up. Uh, yeah. And that's like his thing. I mean, that's what got uh, allowed him to catch fire, for God's sake. So. It's clever how they kept that from being anything involved. I mean, that's it's like you look at people, you know, again, public opinion polls, take them or leave them, whatever. But immigration is always in the top five. Yeah. It's always a top five concern of the American people right now. And that's what, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, the other thing is uh, from her topics, uh, nothing came up about, uh, you know, as the emails when she was secretary of state or um any of that stuff none of it's come up in the first two debates so at least at least uh, chris wallace is going to try to try to uh try to get to the bottom of that by the way michael moore's trump land another you know uh, that premiered in new york last night and according to a hollywood reporter it uh um, yeah, it starts off with it'll be a grim future for the United States should Trump become president, but the rest of it's all about Hillary. He just he just made a movie and he made it in the last twelve days, as a matter of fact. So yeah, another nothing uh, from him. And um, uh, GOP offices now in three states have been vandalized or burglarized during the past two weeks, so it's up to three now. Police. And again, there's another story that's getting no attention whatsoever. No. No. If it was any other group's buildings or offices, right? don't you think it would have been a little higher-profile story? Well, yeah, if somebody firebombed a, a you know, 
uh, Hillary uh, Democratic office, I think it would have been a bigger deal. Oh, somebody firebombed three abortion clinics. Right. I bet it would get some attention. Well, the Sunday blaze injured uh, none, but uh, the perpetrator also sprayed that, you know, Nazi Republicans get out of town or else. There was an office in uh, San Antonio used by uh, Donald Trump's campaign, burglarized uh, Wednesday. Today, police detained a suspect about 5.30 this morning. That person targeted other buildings in the area, too, so it wasn't necessarily aimed at them. And uh, officials said it would cost about $1,200 to replace a window in the Delaware County office uh, on October 8th when landscaping bricks were tossed through the uh, windows of the... uh, Trump uh, office there, so uh, yeah, and uh, you know they're they're claiming that uh, you know maybe maybe the Republicans did it to themselves. That's <laughs> what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And, and this a little petty here, I think. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump's respective spouses won't have to cross paths and shake hands. Yeah, what is that before tonight's debate? Because the Clinton campaign reportedly has been granted a change in protocol. During the first two debates, Melania Trump and Bill Clinton shook hands at the start of the debate. Oh, maybe Hillary didn't like that. Well. Maybe she's maybe trying, she trying to keep Bill away from Melania. Yeah, he may have been giving her the look. Which, I mean, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't either. The uh, Clinton campaign has asked the commission on presidential debates to that respective spouses... <coughs> And uh, families be allowed to enter the debate tonight uh, closer to their seats so they won't have to cross paths and shake hands. The reported change is a sign of how acrimonious this year's White House race has become. It was purposely sought by Clinton's team because Trump attempted during the second of three debates to sit his family in his near his family area, three women who've been a have accused Bill Clinton of sexual assault. Well, what does that have to do with shaking hands before the thing happens? I have no idea. Trump uh, reportedly has invited uh, also Malik Obama, uh, his supporter and the half-brother of President Obama, to the final debate at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Uh, He's the guy, Malik, who is the half-brother, who is living in a uh, hut in Africa, in Kenya, uh, and uh, it's like a six by nine hut. While his brother is a uh, is a millionaire, and uh, so that's that's what we're looking forward to tonight. I guess is uh, that kind of stuff. Six down WTVN. Well, coming up, we've got uh, entertainment of news, of course. A weather update for you as we get to that time of the year, and uh, daylight savings time is about to go away. You either like that or you don't like that. There's really no in between. So that's all next. News Radio 610 WTVN. Final half hour, the home stretch of the big Wednesday Hump Day show. And uh, we're anticipating a good deal of rain from tonight through uh, tomorrow. Bill Kelly saying uh, an inch or more, and I'm looking at a chart from um, uh, the Weather Network that uh, it's actually predicting, for, and, you know, I mean, it's hard to predict, but uh, a little over two uh, in our area. But uh, parts of the Northeast have been looking more like summer than uh, fall this week, like us. But that's about to change. Uh, the system is expected to bring significant rain, possibly some lake effect snow. 
on the backside of the low on Sunday for higher elevations. That's not like Cleveland, but it's uh, up uh, north, uh, upper state New York in particular. The uh, system's expected to bring significant rain, possibly some lake effect snow. Uh, Heavy rain exceeding one inch in 24 hours is anticipated for portions of the eastern Great Lakes. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, this precipitation is associated with a surface low that's forecast to be uh, in the vicinity of the Ohio Valley, and this heavy rain threat with the system is expected to shift to eastern New England by Friday. And uh, we were talking to Bill. He said it should be over for uh, Friday night football. And you'll want to soak in the unseasonably warm temperatures while they last. A uh, drop of nearly 20 degrees expected by Saturday in parts of the Northeast. And here, uh, it's supposed to be in, I think he mentioned the 40s, upper 40s possibly, for uh, high school football, depending on depending on where you're at. So, uh, yeah, a little change in the weather, but it is fall. And the uh, roll it, the uh, It's Happening gif, and uh, cue the soundtrack of Back to the Future, because it appears a DeLorean DMC-12 is finally coming back. You can now fill out what the DeLorean Motor Company is calling a 2017 DeLorean pre-order interest application online in order to throw your name into the hat. Exact details are... Um, on the car are still scarce, but a blog post from the uh, company reveals the uh, DMC is confident it can deliver. And it isn't calling this a pre-order. I mean, you don't have to put any money down on it like you had to do with uh, the uh, new model Tesla. Uh, since it doesn't yet know how much it's going to cost, the uh, blog post explains that they're still figuring out where to source the engine as well as some interior parts, as uh, was previously reported, these new cars will be low-volume creation recreations to look like the original but meet current emissions regulations. That means a modern EPA and CARB-compliant engine. And uh, the new DeLoreans are being built thanks to a law passed in December of 2015. It allows small companies to produce limited numbers of replica vehicles that resemble vehicles produced 25 years ago or more. And there are still hurdles to climb, like sourcing an engine, but indications look promising. The uh, interest application has a number of standard fields, like, you know, name and address, but uh, DeLorean is also asking if potential buyers are current or former DeLorean owners and if they would prefer an automatic or a manual, because there is no price, the application is non-binding. So uh, October of 2016 has brought us uh, both the uh, Nike Mag self-lacing shoes, uh, just like in the movie, and uh, good news on the future of DeLorean, and uh, if we only had hoverboards. But uh, I can recall when, when DeLorean went belly up um, back in the early 80s, the uh, I believe it was Schottenstein here in town. Schottenstein oh, yeah, bought all the bought parts and and yeah, cars and cars too. Yep, kind yeah. of cornered that market. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, me and my partner, in the morning on NC, I got one to drive for the weekend. It was a cool car, really. Well, I love the Goldwing doors; they were really cool. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a nice looking car, I thought, and uh, you know, it's all stainless steel, and so they're going to make it the same. They're doing the same thing with some uh, old, uh, you know, Ford and Chevy products like uh, '56 Ford pickups. They're building them from new, from scratch too. 
And uh, I didn't know that that was a law you could do that, but apparently you can. And uh, we're all going to get an extra hour of sleep as clocks are going to be set back an hour due to daylight savings time that is inching closer to goodbye. And uh, it's also called fallback and winter time. Uh, daylight savings time often ends on the last day of October. However, this year it will end on November 6th at 2 a.m. And people in the U.S. will uh, have to go back an hour. On um, this day, sunrise and sunset will be about an hour earlier on November 5th. And uh, daylight savings time and the time shifts have uh, uh, were brought to utilize daylight in the mornings and evenings in the summer, according to the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology. However, Congress can still revert to uh, the prior law should the change prove unpopular or if energy savings are uh, not significant. They uh, changed it and extended it about a month in 2005. Uh, electronics such as computers, cell phones, tablets, and cable boxes often update by themselves to daylight savings time, but um, you may also manually have to set the clocks back by one hour in the car or another equipment such as uh, microwaves and stoves. And not all the U.S. follows this. Uh, states and territories such as Hawaii, Guam, American Samoa, Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and almost all of Arizona do not have daylight savings time. However, there are some who are against it, arguing that it raises safety concerns, including that people have to leave their homes early in the morning when it's still dark. Uh, according to um, time and date, studies have shown that an increase in instances of both heart attacks and road accidents when the clocks are set forward an hour uh, but that's in spring, so not such a such, not such a big deal uh, this time of year. So that's going to be on uh, November the sixth at uh, two a.m. Uh, is is when that uh, when that takes uh, takes place. And um, this is uh, this whole uh, kneeling during the national anthem is it, it's just it's getting troublesome. Uh, uh, Texas youth football team season ended early after a backlash grew over the team's decision to take a knee during the national anthem. Uh, The Beaumont Enterprise reported the Bay Area Football League reportedly chose to end the Beaumont Bulls season after determining they did not have enough players to compete. The teams comprised of 11 and 12-year-old boys followed in the footsteps of NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick Staging the protest during its September 10th game and, uh, you know, video spread on the Internet. We've been getting a lot of hate mail, said Carlos Anderson Sr., the league's athletic director. Uh, we are an African-American board. Our membership is diverse. Uh, it's not a race thing. And the head coach, Ra Rob Barber, claimed some of the players left not because they opposed the protest, but because they were upset the league suspended him. Uh, Barber claimed the organization initially supported him, but later uh, issued a suspension amid growing public pressure. Uh, Anderson told the uh, Enterprise Barber singled out and pressured players to, who uh, chose not to kneel. So it was led by the coach, and you know the uh, you know eleven and twelve year old boys. I, okay, they may want to emulate Kaepernick, but um, you know he apparently uh, pressured the players who chose not to kneel at the game and upset players and parents stopped showing up to practices and games 
Number of players on the team dropped from uh, more than 20 to 15, and uh, so uh, season's over. I hope you're happy. Susk fans of Star Wars have long enjoyed a tolerant relationship with the owners of the pop culture empire, copyrights, and trademarks, but several companies that offer, believe it or not, lightsaber combat and Jedi training classes for adults and children apparently went too far for Lucasfilm and its new owner, the Walt Disney Company, which has a reputation for zealously guarding intellectual property. Uh, Lucasfilm filed a lawsuit last week against uh, New York Jedi and Lightsaber Academy, which teach classes on how to engage in Jedi battles, alleging that the businesses use the words Jedi and Lightsaber, along with the logo of the Jedi Order, in violation of intellectual property laws. The uh, lawsuit identifies Michael Brown, also known as Flynn Michael, as the man behind the business, says that he'd sought licensing permission from Lucasfilm and, having been denied, continued to operate despite receiving multiple cease and desist letters. Mr. Brown answered emails on Tuesday but said he was too busy and uh, had poor cell reception, so he couldn't answer questions about the lawsuit. It's the old can't get a signal. Yeah. A... Uh, you know, you'd think, okay, if I'm Disney and I own Lucasfilm, you got these obsessed people about the whole thing who are actually, as adults, willing to go learn how to fight like a Jedi uh, with lightsabers. I would want to encourage that. They're gonna. Uh, you can even put out a piece of schlock, anything associated with Star Wars. These people are either gonna buy it. Or go to the theater and see it. Absolutely. Um, and maybe it's the old protect the old trademark well, thing. Well, I think it probably is. If you don't, Once again. If you don't protect it, and you know, you can't protect it and all that stuff. Well, apparently Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie worked out the terms of a temporary custody agreement in uh, September. And when they filed for divorce, uh, Brad agreed to give his wife full solo cost, physical custody of the six kids, although they continue to share legal custody. Uh, Brad also agreed to visit the kids under supervision of a therapist and to wait for them to get counseling about their family's new circumstances prior to seeing their dad. And they finally did reunite with the Oscar winner October 8th. But according to Us Weekly, not all six kids showed up. Maddox, who reportedly argued with Brad on the plane shortly before the divorce filing, chose not to go and stayed with Angie. And another insider described Maddox's list meeting as emotional for Brad, while others pointed out that Maddox has a close relationship with his mom, having been adopted by her two years before she and Brad began dating. Angie is not trying to poison the kids against Brad, said the source. She wants them to have a relationship with him once their health and safety is assured. So all of a sudden, he's a rat bastard. He's an awful human being. Who can't see his kids without a therapist nearby. And it's my understanding, uh, she had, uh, before that trip even had started, uh, well before they had the problem on the airplane, she'd already contacted a uh, divorce attorney and Shocker. was scouting and uh, actually purchased a new house. So, that sounds like it was all set up to me. Anyway, I'm jaded. I'll talk to you tomorrow right here. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.